Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 3, 4, and 5 of A Crown of Swords, Hill of the Golden Dawn, Into Kyrian, and A Broken Crown. Enjoy! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to season seven, episode three of the Will Reads. Yeah, we're doing cheers to the camera. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. I'm are drinking water, though. Oh, okay. Are we all drinking again? Is it COVID No, I'm, I'm going to get it <laughs> in our break. I will be joining you. Okay, but cool. Cool. I have I'm water in my there. ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally opened this bottle. I'll show them before the show, but it's a uh, King of the North Game of Thrones Imperial Stout. Um, decided to go to get some. It's cold enough for some stout, so I decided to Agreed. drink some stout. So um, every now and then, when your significant other suggests a drink, just say yes. Mm-hmm. This is Delicious. some kind of wine with a dash of Sprite and a squeeze of some crystal light or crystal country Math. time. So one of those squeezes something, something, and blueberries and it's amazing. And you smash the blueberries a little bit to get that flavor to infuse quicker. Okay. And okay. It's, it's a holiday spritzer. Great. It's delicious. Yeah. So what's going on? Uh, a couple of announcements. We do have one new patron. So Chris, Woo! unless this Chris down there joined, I don't know, but uh, oh, it's someone... not me. I'm too broke to be paying us to listen. <laughs> another Chris, another Chris, and another one. Joined I can promise you. <laughs> so welcome. Yeah, I just got um, married. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome to adulthood. And, and yes, Ian's name for this episode is uh, "Fuck Around and Find Out." Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no better theme. Of no this better theme chapter. here. I would say let's jump right to it, but we got a few things <laughs> to talk about first. <laughs> do we really though? We do. We got some. Kind of. We got some. We got some loyal expose, which is fun. Um, so yeah. we'll get there. I do have more um, to say about loyal. Yes. Yeah. So we'll Go get ahead. we'll get to all that. So before we get to all that, anything else going on in this world? Uh, a Cosmere update. Chris did finish Elantris. Um, oh my so, goodness! It was so phenomenal. Yeah. So we'll be doing a live stream with uh with Chris uh, about the book review for Elantris, and then. For our next Cosmere, I need to talk to Ian. Uh, I'll put you on the spot right now, Ian. Either I have Chris read something else or we can do Warbreaker um, together all at the same time. It's a standalone novel. I think at this point, I'm far enough behind. We should jump to something we could do together. I, it, okay. As I told you, Alan, I messed up by saying I will continue <laughs> when I start going to work again. And I'll do it on my commute because I got 45 minutes to an hour in the commute. That's two hours yeah. a day, right? Well, I jinxed myself and Jing Jing still not working. Um, (laughs) Yay. What have you won? Mm, Depression, poverty. (laughs) We will start doing Cosmere episodes. Uh, They won't be as often, of course, weekly. It'll kind of be, oh, we'll probably break books into like four parts. 
uh and then not doing weekly but maybe doing once a month or something like that um yeah, we'll, we'll figure out time do, i'd love to do a big chunk yeah we'll do big chunks. Of, not this pace yeah. big chunks yeah not this yeah we'll do big chunks so and we'll, they'll kind of be like as we finish them so it will be like two two yet, or gotten to error two yet first few, bit. first few chapters and then life yeah. and like i said gotcha. i had a plan and yeah, it's not working all out. good all good um so yeah so that's going on as far as things in the channel um we are gonna have another water fortune in january so that's coming up um uh, i'm still working on on finalizing guests for that but we got to get pretty good the, the problem is too many people have said yes i i, I asked too many people uh and they all said yes so i need to figure out um We'll like he'll be doing it twice next month. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see. Well, no, like a team what, version and just so what happened was I, with random friends. Well, no, so I, I asked a group of content creators and um and, and they added people to their content that I didn't know about. So like like yeah, now it's more of us. And I was like, oh, is it? Well, <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, no room for that in the spreadsheets. Well, then I need to redo the formula. You're out. <laughs> it's more if Jake can add more people. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, we're still going to have a game. It's going to be early, early uh, January. So that's, uh, I think, January 7th. Is what the, I can't believe we're already talking about January. Yeah, January 6th or 7th. That weekend is going to be a lot of fortune. Um, it's, I think we're doing the 7th because the 6th is Dusty Wheels doing a live stream because it's the 10-year anniversary of Memory of Light. I think mm. that weekend. So he's doing a big thing for that. Dana um, did say that you can kick her to another month. Thanks, Zul. Oh no, but I really wanted you to come play, Zul. But you gotta yeah. have some Zul time. Has she been on yet? No, she hasn't. Oh well, then yeah, Zul, your reservation Zool, you're, is you're double in. reserved. Yeah, you're you're in. Don't worry. You're you in. might you might host and play and run the chat <laughs> and produce. Yeah, Zul, Zul's one of the players. So no, we're, you're good. Um, <laughs> It was just the the other content creators. They they added more people, so I was like, "Oh, you have more hosts of your of your content." So we'll announce that once I figure it all out. But yeah, we're having a game coming up. Um, that's all for announcements. There's some giveaways going on right now. Yeah, that's like Christmas Eve. There's going to be two uh, drawings. One's on Facebook going on. The other one's on our Discord server. They're both for hardcover copy of a little time books. So um, go check us out on Facebook. Come join our Discord. You can win books. Pretty cool. Um, books. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's that's dang, that's that's Zul's birthday weekend too, so she definitely has to be on. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Celebrate. Yeah. yeah so um. You. So what else? Uh, personal life. Um. Yeah, I, I had our Christmas. We had our our Christmas party this weekend. Uh, Ian came over, said hi while I was decorating, um, <laughs> and to steal a bunch of Wheel of Time I, books. I stole books. Yeah. <laughs> he, he offered one, and I was like, "What about the next one?" He's like, "I got that too." I was like. What about the one what after that? that? It's like, well, I got that too. It's like, what about the one after that? <laughs> I walked away with all I could carry. <laughs> I like, Did you do that seven times? <laughs> <laughs> he had a stack of books walking out of the house, and I was like, here you go. <laughs> so, anyway, like, finally, I have some space. <laughs> oh, no, this is all in my office. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you're just going to leave without saying hi. And I was like, uh yeah i mean no <laughs> hi and hi, bye, bye. <laughs> love you guys yeah we were uh we were scrambling to uh to, to decorate because we had a party on uh on sunday which was a lot of fun um was uh we i bought so the problem is we've we've done this party this is the first time doing a real party since covid uh we used to do this all every year and it was always a big thing like we have like over 100 people show up to this party but before covid a lot of my friends didn't have kids yet in the last three years, they've all had kids. 
So the <laughs> amount that they drink has gone down significantly because they have to be responsible and like go home with their kids. So I bought uh, alcohol like I did in previous years and we have a crap ton of leftover alcohol. So um, Chris and I got you. We'll plan something. I was about to say, Alan Henson will be <laughs> headed down to Newport News for Christmas. So uh-huh. you can okay, definitely send yeah. him back with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or that hold on good. to it because as soon as your friends have three or more kids, or if their kids get seven years old or older, yeah, they're going to be back at it. Back to, they're back at it. Yeah, no, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll drink. We'll drink it. I'll, I'll just load up the trunk and take it to Jordan Con. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> So, you know, we bought like, I think 50 bottles of wine, but then everyone brought a bottle of wine as a gift. So like we net even, maybe we have 50 bottles of wine now in our house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are your new year's plans? Uh, On my way. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> to, to not remember. Anyway. Have another baby. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the wine might create a bridge. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So. That's uh that was my personal life of what's going on with me, uh just trying to get through all that. And then on the holidays coming up, we have Christmas uh next week. So or this weekend. Yeah. So fun times. Uh Joy. I'm kind of ready. More than yeah, more not. Less more or less. Yeah. More or less. More or less. Anyway, what's up with you? Ian? How's 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 life? Uh still happily semi-unemployed, but apparently they claim they figured out how they're gonna pay me and when I can start, but I don't know when that is. And since we're this close to Christmas, no one's gonna respond to an email until a week after New Year's. Uh, but we hinted at this before and Chris chimed in. What joy I've been finding. I mean, there's that stress in the background, but every day I wake up, my to-do list is one or two things. I knock them out, I do a great job at it like folding laundry, you know, knocking out some dishes, little mm-hmm. yard work, something like that. And then just freedom. Yeah. It's blissful. I mean, yeah. Are and you, Are you ahead. one of those guys that, that work off lists? Because I'm one of those guys. Like, I, I have, have to, to now. Yeah. Yeah. I have to have a list. If I don't have a list, I get completely flustered and just don't I shut down. Right. Don't want to do anything. Not that long and, ago, I could do 10 things like bing, bang, boom, and even yeah. tangents to the list with all in my head. And now if it's more than two things got to write it down got to have a list got to check it yeah. off so yeah, yeah was a, my, my wife loves using descriptors she was like yeah for the party you got to move this over here i was like what's this that and i was like doesn't help <laughs> 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 describing this is that does not help i don't know, you know what you're talking about so this is gonna sound quite sexist but that is a woman's thing <laughs> I, and, and again i'm not nodding but is, i have had to explain to my sister a number of times like, how do you get the boys to get so much done because you give them too much and too little at the same damn time. Oh, when you tell a boy clean your room, that means absolutely nothing to them. All it means their is, standard is very is different than your standard. Move <laughs> stuff around and make it look better now than what it was five minutes ago. That's what that means to my nephews. I, I pick up the sock. Hey, it's cleaner than it was five minutes <laughs> ago. All right. Improvement. <laughs> it's like the, the difference in you and I is I'll go in there and I'll say, Do you see that pile of clothes right there with the socks and the underwears in it? I want you to match the socks and put them in this drawer. I want you to fold the underwear and put them in that Clear. drawer. When you're right. done with it's, that, come see me. Yeah. Very, very much. Yeah, and with my ADD, I need I need those bite size like directions. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I get yes. squirrel like. Uh, and I know that's a horrible analogy for, but I have ADD, yeah. so and I will. You nailed it, Chris. With the here's the task. Here's what mission complete looks like, and then you don't give them the next one. You go when you're done with that, come see me. 
Yeah. That yeah. way you don't overload them. Yeah. And it, it works the same way with your husbands. If you look at your husband and, and say, we appreciate it. Honey, would you please <laughs> go and vacuum the front and back seats of the car? You get the front and the back seats vacuumed. The, the floor might the actually trunk. get the, we ain't touching the trunk. The floors might get touched if we really get ambitious and we want to show off a little bit. We might even get the floors for you. Yep. But don't don't say go vacuum the car because then it's like, well, that shit looks clean enough for me. Just, uh, okay. <laughs> check. Uh, check. Next name. The only other thing I got, it's a quick ad. Um I feel like I announced this before when River and Ronan and I started playing Fortnite back in my apartment, but now we have a new wrinkle of Evan uh, <coughs> Meredith's eight-year-old is starting to get into it a little bit, and he's picking up on it fast. So now we're kind of playing, you know, putting our teams together and some duos, trios playing together, and it's it's like it's kind of like going to Bush Gardens again, but with little kids. Like you get to re-experience it again the first time, and it's a mm -hmm. lot of fun. Like he got his first kill the other day, and we everybody's jumping around celebrating, ah! and it's hilarious because yeah. his younger sister's clapping like, "Yay, Evan killed somebody! He, <laughs> he shot him in the face!" And we're like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh man, maybe do we need to have a conversation about context here?" Like, nah, we're just gonna. Say uh, yeah, just have fun. Anyways, nothing but goodness. Uh, yeah. Okay. Everything's great. All right, Chris, what's going on in your world? Work. Um, Stop oh. rubbing it in. That's pretty screwed up that you led with that. <laughs> Avatar 2. Did you guys see How was Avatar it? 2? I have not seen it yet. Dude, I have time. I want to. <laughs> it was a worthwhile watch. Okay. I did not fall asleep in the whole three hours, nor did I get up to go to the bathroom. Is it a must-see in theaters? Uh, we saw it 3D. I don't think you need to see it 3D. Okay. Chanel says yes, it has to be seen in 3D, and yes, it is a work. She heard all of this. She said it's a worthwhile must see 3D okay. in theater. I feel like it is worth seeing in theater. Um, I'll wait another decade for the next one. This one was a little bit more of a build up because they're working towards number three. Ooh. Um, but and there is a little bit of redundancy within the story itself. Chanel says, you don't have to wait another decade. They've already got the next one made. I was going to so, say, give her a headset, because I want to know what she's saying. I, know, I love you, she, Chris, she, but I want to know what she's saying. I, Chanel, <laughs> nobody wants to hear what I have to say. You need to come in here for a minute. <laughs> have, you, have you heard how long the cut of the third one is? Like, have, no. They haven't finished editing it. Like They shot it all. But oh. you, you know how long it how is? How long? Nine Please. hours. Nine give it hours for number three? Give it well, to yeah, obviously, sense, they're, obviously they really they're gonna have to cut it down, up. but like the director's cut, like that has not been <laughs> concise, is nine hours long. I'm like, that's ridiculous. where's the cat at? Is there one behind me? Yeah, right. tell her to give us a little quick take on Avatar. Semi, so what? We're just getting the headset. Hey, hey. Hi. So, so a non spoilery take on the new Avatar. What are you feeling? What do we need to do? Got to see it in theater, wait for it to come out. Have to see it in theater. Have to yep. see it in 3D. Those mm -hmm. underwater scenes are gorgeous. If you are a cinephile, if you like big words, the way <laughs> if you like the way the frames are organized, if, if you're into movies, period, just go see it. Ooh, go see yeah. it. All right, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. So I was on the fence only because my kids haven't really taken interest. I'm like, who wants to go see it? And they're like, meh, I don't know. Wasn't too big in the first one. And I'm like, I don't want to go by myself. 
But I mean, if I will, I will. I'll go by myself. It'll be Tuesday at 11 in the morning. I'll be like, see you guys. Mm-hmm. Go to the yeah. theater. Definitely, definitely make that move. It's, awesome. I, I will admit, it's a little slow in the middle, but the what they're showing us in the middle carries through to the end and it makes sense. So it's not like they just put a whole bunch of extra fluff in there that doesn't connect. It all connects. It's all got a purpose. I love it. I'm sold. Well, thank you, yeah. Chanel. Yeah. Awesome. And it's good to see you. It's good to see you guys too. Look, like you're getting it's all these actors in the chat. <clears throat> she ain't that pretty, y'all. Um, I was gonna wait till she left the room, but she's a little easier to look at than you, Chris. Oh, she's a lot easier to look at than I am. (laughs) All right, I'll let you leave. Maybe, guys. Cat, sir, come on, Lily. Well, Avatar, you got your plug. There you go. That was enough for me. There you go. I'm going to see it. It's a lot easier hearing it from her. This episode brought to you by James Cameron and Avatar yeah. 2. <laughs> <laughs> See it now in theaters. <clears throat> Can we get some money for that? No, in 3D. In 3D. Yeah. <laughs> when that, you think was, about was, it, that when that you think about weekend. it, our show right now is 3D. Well, now it's not because Chris not. turned his camera off. Now yeah, we're 3D is. again. Now it's 3D. There you go. And if you have to think about that joke, you haven't you haven't listened to our show long enough. (laughs) 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 Oh yes, do bring your tissues. Okay. So anything else? Anything else going on in your world besides Avatar? I helped a friend move tonight, and I'll be doing it the next two nights because around here the movers don't care about making money. No, I take that back. They don't care about their reputation. They care about making money. They will Mm -hmm. drop you. If they find that there's somebody with a bigger house that's going to take longer, like that, it happened to Chanel's sister, it happened yeah. to Alan H. Like any, any market that's overblown, that's going to happen. So, like Charlotte Market and Raleigh Market, North Carolina, it's, it has a large uh, population influx in the last few years. Yes. So, they're not hurting for work because people are moving down there left and right and they're building well, contractors stuff. too. Yeah. They're around. Well, this sounds horrible, but I know a few Mexicans out here that are not legal. And they're phenomenal mm-hmm. people, and they're great workers. And I know when it's time for me to move, I'm it's, just going to talk to them. Yeah, I got yeah. some of them on my Rolodex. Yeah, that's yeah. um. I I remember back in 2004, um, 2005, uh, I worked in the housing industry around here when the housing boom was going crazy because everyone was building houses, like insane amount of houses. And I remember delivering um, some construction equipment out to or supplies out to a house, and the contractor literally we got the order wrong. He's like, I don't care, we'll just put it in. I was like, but don't don't you care? He's like, no, no. If, if they back out the contract, the house has already gone up in price. Like, we'll just sell it for more money. So I don't care. Like, they're just <laughs> like they just the contractors didn't care. They're like, uh, like they want. Oh, you wanted a cast iron tub? Well, here's a fiberglass tub. Uh, if you want to back out, fine. I'll just sell it for hundred thousand dollars more than what it was before. So <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> wow, like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> remind me not to, me not to buy a house during those markets uh same thing with like yeah. movers i mean so if you have a high area where you can get better pay somewhere else and yep, screw you guys yep. mm-hmm. i'm going somewhere else um so anything else before we move into those these chapters no if i'm ready hear, to okay so if you hear screaming in the background it's because the kids are still playing Fortnite. nice and i'm not sorry I'm who are the three girls in the back that that's over here yeah. So, sheep, sheep, baby Jesus, 
Joseph, oh, Mary, <laughs> and these three guys are have really high IQs, apparently. Uh, <laughs> very wise. My glasses fixed. <laughs> very wise. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I need new glasses. Who, who are those girls? Well, they're dudes. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds hideous. <laughs> So, chapter three, Hill of the Golden Shower, Dawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, and Alan starts. <laughs> Homer number one. Uh, Where are we at? There we go. So, yeah. yeah so, we start with a little bit of a gateway action. Uh, the groups travel to Kyrian uh, with uh, a, a good amount now? of Ashaman. Like, uh, how many Ashaman are there? It's like 12? Like, like, well, they're not full blown Ashaman, but like. No, I don't think it's 12. He, I thought it was fewer than that. Am I wrong? Well, well, you have like one Ashamon, and then you have a bunch of like I think it was six. A lot of newbies. Yeah, it was like six, six soldiers, six dedicated. Like I think it was like thirteen total. I mean, it was a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, There's not just a handful. Yeah. enough. It's, enough that if you know who they are, it's to be. You should respect it and be concerned. You should. Yeah. You shouldn't fuck around. Yeah, because <laughs> you might find out. <laughs> you might find out. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, and and they're met right there uh, on this hill where they open up by a wise one. Um, is it Fernigan? Something? Uh, yeah. Uh, and she tells them that there's rumors going around that he's went and swore fidelity to the White Tower, and there's bleakness amongst the Aiel because the Aiel doesn't they don't know. A lot of them are leaving and going to Shadow because they think that Rand's now fallen to the White Tower and no longer is going to lead them, and yada yada yada. He's like, well, I'll just show up. And that should be done. So we're good there. Yeah, it gets better when. I, so I know Jordan messes with us, and this might all just blow up in our face. I will say these chapters, I'm already going to call it right now. Uh, Rand is my character of the chapters. Uh, and Loyal's going to be a close second. But Rand is my character of the chapters. He anticipates he hears these rumors he anticipates what he has to deal with it, like he clearly has a plan in his head that he slowly unfolds in front of us through like other people's viewpoints and whatnot and it's perfect the wise ones telling him oh you gotta watch out for this watch out for this rumor and he just looks over he's like i got a group of eyes to die here tell you what why don't you just push them and slap them around and uh make them look like little children and put them in pigtails and march them around and then everybody knows that you're kind of with me so since you're with me and you're slapping them eyes to die around, I think people are going to get the point. And I'm yeah. like, that's probably, probably the best way he could have played this. Like that's, yeah, that's pretty smooth. Cause people, you remember you're in Karian, like they yeah. play the game of games. Uh, everybody's watching everything and everything that you do, everybody assumes it's to send a message or to prove some point or whatever. So just by doing that, that rumor is going to fly around real fast. So mm -hmm. I think it's a good move by Ram. Yeah, I mean my 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 favorite quote from the uh, chapter is, "Do you believe my enemies have been asleep while I was away?" And I mean that in and of itself kind of speaks to the mentality that Rand has. He's like, "I have to watch my back at all times," and me being gone longer than a couple of days, especially with nobody knowing where I had been, and me not putting it out there like I should have, like you know they are gonna they're like ready to stab me in my back. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's so cute. Tell the kids to come on over and get hugs and kisses. <laughs> they're camp they're camera shy. It's okay. Oh, okay. I would be too. Sorry. Anyway. You were making no, it. No, you're good. 
No, no, my point was over with. I'm just saying, Rand, Rand definitely has that awareness, like you were saying, and he's handling things the the best of his ability at the moment. With with the knowledge he has, I think he's making great moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so then, uh, I know I'm skipping around a lot here, but I, I took, I did take notes this time. Um, so <laughs> my notes are not coherent. This is the problem with me taking notes. Um, so Rand does ask about Colover, uh, whether she's been crowned and it's confirmed that yes, she has been. And it's interesting. Uh, it reveals that uh, a couple other noble women, Caroline Domadred and a couple other ones approached the city and said that she's a usurper. Um, yeah, and that there's also revealed that there's Aes Sedai in the city. So there's, that's kind of the main part of the report. And definitely Rand's not happy about that. He's like, what? Right. I'm making a huge assumption here because, uh, again, the text doesn't really give us this. I think if I were in his shoes receiving this information, the, the, the next confrontation, the next conversation that I really want to be a part of is between him and Bear Lane because Rourke mm-hmm. went with him. He left Berlin in charge and Berlin was, she wasn't picked for no good reason. Like this is something she has the capacity to handle. Um, mm-hmm. But if it got to this, it's, it's not so much, Oh, there was a power vacuum. And when I was gone and somebody came and stole it, mm-hmm. well, that's to be expected. I don't think he's surprised by that, but <laughs> I mean, his direct that quote was, wasn't there to fight it or mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was saying his direct quote was only a fool thinks his enemies stand still when he isn't looking. Yeah. And that, and that came from Deshiva, but you know he's essentially mirroring exactly what Rand was already saying and thinking. You know, Rand even makes the point to Deshiva about having enemies. If you stay near me, you will have some. So, like, the expectation is there. He's going to have to make enemies. He's going to lose friends. He's going to kill some people, whether he wants to or not. But he's going to also have to make a point. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think he's surprised. Surprised by this, he's not pleased about it. But I think at the back of a mo- in his mind, he has the question about Bear Lane. And that right now, that's probably the only thing nagging in his mind. Because that's all that's nagging in my mind is to like, all right, what went wrong there? Because my plan was for you to handle this. You're not there where you let this happen. So, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Hopefully that happens in the next couple of chapters because we don't get it tonight, folks, if you're wondering. <laughs> Everybody listening, you probably already read and you already know. And you're like, oh, he could find out in three books. But <laughs> hopefully it's yep. in a few chapters. Sure. Yeah. Um, so um, let's see, where was I? Um, yeah, demands that, that uh, Karuna then demands that Rand uh, guide her and Bera um, to see the wise ones, uh, try to convince people that they follow, that the, I said I follow Rand. I guess we already talked about that a little bit because um, that was Rand's solution to that. I also yeah. said, you know, all the I said I are in one location. It's easy to watch. We're good there. And then we get into Gaul being Gaul. And talking to Perrin about mm-hmm. all of his and Perrin's just like, dude, seriously, seriously, dude. <laughs> like, well, Perrin's on a single track, I think. So uh, loyal, yeah, he wants to loyal, find Fail. Right, <laughs> loyal gets it. Uh, Aram gets it. Uh, some of his close followers get it, but everybody outside of that circle probably doesn't quite get how single-minded Perrin is right now. Yeah. So yeah, goals, whatever. But then also, how about? How about Perrin, his struggle with him feeling he's the only one that could protect Fael? Is is it is it based solely in like how he was raised and what he thinks of like you know the roles of men and women, or does he just not know enough about Fael? Like maybe he doesn't 
truly really see her yet. Cause I feel like the other people in reassuring him, there was a little bit of like, bro, she could take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And then you get the reassurance from loyal, like, well, you got to understand being Tavir and you're not always going to be there for her. So he's more like, you can't do anything about it, accept it. But right. He's also battling like the understanding, like, I feel like there's other characters that know Fael that are like, you don't need to be there to stick up for her. She can handle it. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, his point is, you know, it's not like the Aiel culture. Like if someone has a problem with her, they're not going to come up and like challenge her to a fight. They'll just like slip something in her soup or like come up and have some stab her in the back. Like it's, it, the culture is completely different and, stuff. Yeah. and trying to yeah. explain that to the girl. Like she's not safe because of our culture. It's, there's no honor at all. <laughs> our culture when it comes to that kind of stuff like it's not a problem they're just gonna but gonna... okay so we haven't had enough we haven't had enough fail chapters to know what's going on in her head all the time but other people whoa, wait, watching we, we, yeah we, absolutely right we haven't had any fail chapters right. going to where we would know like right. right now we're completely questioning everything and then like like i'll let you say what you're gonna say go ahead finish i was gonna say from the chapters where people are commenting on Fael and we're getting their perspective on what she's doing, what she's saying. I think she does a better job of reading the room than Perrin does. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. She's, Cause Perrin she's has, in, in Perrin has room. too much internal struggle that he focuses on. I, I don't know if it's how she rate he's she's raised or whatever, but she seems to read the room a lot better. I'm not saying that makes her like invincible to attacks like that, you know, somebody slipping something in her soup or sneak it up on her with a dagger. But I think she's paying attention to those things better than Perrin does. Perrin, mm-hmm. he's relying on these newfound senses of his a little bit more, and that gives him an advantage. But I think she just has either some natural instinct or some instinct that's been taught to her that you know, she just reads the room really well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, so we we have this whole conversation with the Aiel about wetlanders being like sea fleas sand fleas and that kind of gives it that perspective they you never know what's happening with them there's so many of them they're doing so many different things why pay attention to the minute stuff and if she can't handle herself in the big things then you know that's on her that's kind of like the the understanding here yeah and that just kind of goes to show you the the ignorance that the aiel have they haven't been around the wetlanders enough to know what politicking really looks like and the power that words can really hold and what mm. actions will be taken in the event of, you know, something as simple as a pinstroke, you can have hundreds of people murdered in their sleep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. there, there's no honor in that, but it's very effective. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, we also had some talks. Uh, I, th- I found this really interesting too. Uh, I had a note about it. Um, the Michael with Blaze of Evil was mentioned, um, mm-hmm. which, um, if we know from the previous book, it's not that. Because remember, the guy who died at the end, Harry yeah. yeah. So it's it's a golem that attacked. But I think that's what I think that's what they're referring to here is that the bubbles of evil versus people died because this guy's just torn pieces. Like it's like oh, I it must have been double evil. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still important at this point to mention the bubbles of evil. Yeah, Michael yeah, Blaze. Not like shows. Not no. like they should go away unless the bubbles are done and like we're full on streaming. They're concentrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also be love be how loyal be tries to be tries be to calm down Perrin. Volcano. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. Like, oh, she'll she'll be okay. It's all right. <laughs> 
Don't worry. Did Alan freeze? This has been a long time since this has happened. Yeah. Ian, you're in charge now. He froze in a great pose. He's like, <laughs> he eh. did. He's got a like good smile going. Friends. You got I can see both dimples. One of his glasses are fogged up just a little bit. That's it's okay. all the stout. It's a good well, Christmas still when you think about it. It is. That should be on our card. We need to make got that salt and pepper beard. Patrons. Screenshot of that. Oh, Jake is running the show. So, yeah, they can still hear us. This He's is why we froze have Frozy too. Oh, there he is. Okay. Yeah, you came in, you froze for a second, Jake. Okay. Well, that was you then. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like it. Alan, hurry up. I don't want to do this. I'm not prepared. <laughs> no, I got it. I'll take over. I've been waiting for this moment. So we were just getting into Loyal. Um, have any thoughts on Loyal, Jake? And him Ooh. trying to comfort Perrin? Loyal's the best. Well, he's the best boy. Yeah. We just gained 16 more fans with that one comment, and it's going to keep doubling every time people listen to it because it's spot on. I will say this. So that that moment with Loyal, he's like, don't worry, Fayol's okay, buddy. Like, Fayol's the best. And But I can understand how upset you because if something were to happen to my woman, I would be very upset. And I can't believe I just said that. She's not really my woman, but but I hope she hasn't picked anybody else. I hope she hasn't forgotten about me. Oh, I hate being around you, Severin, especially two of you. You make me say stuff I would never say. <laughs> Part yeah. of me believes that. Part of me really does think. He wouldn't be saying that if it wasn't for the influence of his friends. I'm not going to say it's because they're Tavirin. It's because he's comfortable and he's being more human-like. He's just been exposed for so long to humanity. Yeah. Remember when Rand went, ran away from Moraine and all them? And like, as they were trying to track him down, they went through a town and like everybody married everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, so are there weird effects from the Taviraness and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But is loyal way off track from where we could see loyal going? Like, well, there's also kind of, it's kind of compounding because random parent or activity. Right. I, I don't know that. I don't know that it's enough where it's going to make you do something you don't want to do, but I feel like this Taviraness might be, um, I don't know, maybe put certain emphasis on certain feels that you got. Yeah, but I like, like again, what Kate said, I, I'm not going to blame it on the Severin, though. I think that's just finally putting out there in words what he felt. And that's just him being more like human. They do, though. People really do say more than they, than they intend to around Severin. Yeah, yes, but saying it out loud doesn't mean you don't feel it and think it. Yeah. So maybe just being around them, he's kind of it's helping him realize more. He got a contact high. He got yeah. a contact high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Perrin and Fayil, they're so cute. I'd like to be cute with somebody. Her. Yeah. <coughs> Maybe. I don't know. But um. But as the Gaul says, women, they're strange, stranger than drunken wetlanders. Gaul is being a little bitter here. He really is. He, he feels <laughs> like he's, he's getting pulled around by his nose. Like, I think he's made his intentions clear and it's not being reciprocated the way he wants. So he he's, said, he's, I, I said, women are strange. Parent Ibarra. She told me she would not lay a bridal wreath at my feet. She actually told me, but then here she is, you know, popping up in my line of sight all the time. 
Like, why would she do that if she didn't want me to notice her? If she didn't want yeah. me to be her husband? Yeah. The IO do have a have a funny way of flirting. Yeah. Why would you exist if you didn't want me to be with you? It sounds a little, <laughs> little. Why crazy. would you exist in my line of sight? Just go away. Yeah. But if you don't want to be my wife, parent, just don't be near me. All parent heard was that Shiad is was near, which he was like, "Well, she's here. Where's Fayo?" Yeah, this is where he really started freaking well, out. Laser focused for sure. Bye. Laser focused. Bye, Jake. Bye, Jake. Thank you, Jake, for jumping in. Um, yeah, so my Wi-Fi just randomly just dropped. <laughs> He's like, going down. We, we noticed the number of watchers plummeted. Like <laughs> Jake said, you're gonna see the show. Like all the things that are spinning. I was like, oh shit. Wait, your freeze frame was actually pretty good. You had a nice smile going. Thanks. Like the beard, the, you <laughs> leaned in the- some, so it was like a lot of beard. I think it was because I was talking about the bubbles of evil, and uh, you know, I was like, "You got bubbled." I got bubbled. Or maybe with that new toilet install, every time it flushes, it resets your Wi-Fi. No. So what happened? <laughs> no, what happened was we 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 installed a uh, entire house humidifier, and it um it's in a garage, oh, and our nice. our Wi-Fi runs in the, like the the box or whatever same for same circuit. Same branch, so yeah. So it's been uh, tripping the circuit breaker. Uh, plus, all the Christmas lights are running off of those outlets too. So, like, it's like Christmas just lights when do it, but something like a dehumidifier when that kicks on, mm-hmm. you'll you'll. So most um, uh, wireless routers they have a range, a voltage range that they operate within, and if it goes outside of that, as a safety protect them, they'll trip off. Yeah. So the dehumidifier being on there it might be enough. You. You should also check if you have irregular voltage, um, if you have any uh, grounding issues. Um, yeah, we're going to have the guys come back out that installed it and see if they can figure out what's going on because it's it should be kicking off. But yeah, anyway, I'm back. That's your lowest home maintenance <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. Right. There, there could have been one good zap to the router, though, that is essentially fried. it's fried, but because it's too sensitive to the yeah. the the change in the the voltage when stuff like that kicks on. So if so. I drop again, that's why it's because we're having issues. But um yeah. Jake, mm-hmm. get ready, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your book open. Jake did a great job. Thank you. Yeah. Tech you, are you certified electrician too? I dabble in everything. So as far <laughs> as what I own, there's nothing in a home I can't build or fix. But what am I licensed to do? Nothing. Uh, the only the only thing is for HVAC stuff, I generally have to call somebody who has a license. And if they're kind enough, they'll buy the part for me. Uh, but a lot of them are getting very weary about that. And they're like, if I buy the part, I have to do the install hmm. uh, because okay. of you know, regulations on it. But I can do it. I got the knowledge. I just Okay. So wh- what I miss? Where are we at? Government don't let me do it. We are. I, I went all the way to the point of Shiad being... Yeah, we, we dabbled with Loyal, we dabbled with Gaul, okay. and then Gaul's comment about Shiad being here and Perrin with the realization of, wait, that means nobody's with Fahil, mm-hmm. which we already kind of, you burn kind of like pattern. back to right. where we can all burn if it keeps and, that, and And that's how we ended this chapter, though, because we went straight yeah. to that yeah, next chapter. Okay. That would, that would be the point that would separate Perrin from the group. Oh, so I was going to talk about this coming up. We're we're about to really get into what I think Perrin is going to divide from Randover. Like I don't, I don't know that it's going to happen. But if it does happen, it's going to be over Fail mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or his other. Well, Perrin, Assuming Perrin keeps making it very clear to himself inside his head as we're doing a Perrin chapter, and um, outwardly to Rand. We talked about this uh, last episode that. 
I'll follow you to a point, but I'm not following you. I'm, I'm helping because I believe it helps me and mine. And we're but setting the stage for that. Right. But we're setting the stage for there. There are circumstances where you and my, you and I might be at odds and then yeah. we touch it again in these chapters. So why would Jordan keep hinting at this possible fork in the road to throw it off for the, to throw us off for the moment when Matt takes a well that could happen too yeah, he could he could a real problem child yeah so, uh, are we are in this chapter now sure. if you want to be yeah that's yeah. good yeah it's not a long chapter the first two no. most most of the meats in the last one we're covering tonight yeah, the first one was the longest of the three chapters, but there wasn't much. There was a lot of like it's a, a lot of re, uh, like explaining what Elaine looks like, and <laughs> like it's like yeah. recap. Yeah, <laughs> I want to. I want to touch again. I talked about loyal before and how he's kind of struggling with what he just did in this last battle, and how his rush to focus on writing the book and everything. Um, I keep thinking about that. And what it reminds me of, it was, so two, like two things. One, in uh, We Were Soldiers, um, one of the first big incursions in Vietnam. I don't know if y'all have seen the movie or read the book, uh, but the guy that was the journalist, photographer, or whatever, who said right off the bat, like, you know, I'm not here to fight. I'm just here to document sort of thing. And he still very much got drawn into it and the emotion mm -hmm. and the struggle and everything. Uh, I think that's a close parallel to where, loyal's at like he always wanted to be there to follow these to Viren and be part of it but he didn't want to be part of it he just wanted to be there but he's struggling with getting pulled into it mm -hmm. and doing the fighting and everything and i i think for everybody for me i'm gonna talk for everybody for me it's odd like there's a part of me that wants to see in an ogier fight and i'm like mm -hmm. oh that's awesome but from what i know about loyal every time i think about him swinging that axe i'm like that's just that's just not right mm -hmm. like that's that's not him yeah. sort of thing. So, I, so, so I'm so kind of doubling down on what I said before, like his internal right. battle. He wants to focus on, no, I'm just here to document and write, and he doesn't want to be drawn into it, but he's being drawn into it. Yeah. So sure. what, would, what would Loyal say, the reason why he's being drawn in? Taviran. Mm, those tag on Taviran. <laughs> Even when I tried to avoid getting Taviran, I turn around. And boom, I get to Virin right <laughs> in the face. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for chapter four? Or, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah sure. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Into Kyrian. Um, yeah, so um, we, right where we left off, um, Perrin's just impatient about Rand's party now going to the city because he's okay. Mm -hmm. He gets to fight Eel. He's Why fight horse? Right, horse. Why yeah, did Rand he, drop them so far out? Uh, you don't want to dice up people. Yeah, you don't want to split people in half. Well, you know, they're just collateral damage. Open it up right there. <laughs> 
I'd open up right on the doorsteps. I'd come right. My whole army would have been right outside you. There is going to be a time and place for that, I think, where it's like, yeah. no, we could drop right on him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're not there yet. He doesn't want yeah. to make things worse. He and he already, again, going back to what his reactions were, none of this is surprising him. He already knows he's going to walk into some sort of cluster F, a mess mm-hmm. he's got to clean up. You know, being further out gives you a chance to get a little intel before you go in, come up with your plan as you're going in, sort of thing. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. If it were me, it'd been me and Tin Ashman popping up in my room, and we would have walked down the halls. We would have strolled down the halls. Yeah. We would have walked right into the Dagon main room, looked at everybody, and just snapped my fingers and pop, 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 yeah. pop. See, so like that strategy lords and ladies in places that strategy is good in the moment and in the short term very effective yeah but i always go back to like what do we know what does rand think he needs to do he thinks he needs to get everybody together and on the same page to fight in the last battle or at least as many Mm -hmm. as he can so you have to demand this power and authority and respect for your power and authority without forcing it on people and still including as many people as you can, but still fixing the things that are fucked up, but also you don't want to alienate too many people. It's a fine line. You know, he's walking a tightrope. Right. So yes, that would be effective, Chris, in the short term, but how many people would look at that and go, okay, I'm not going to F with them, but I'm also not going to F with them, like in a good way, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, you're right. He did it right. Popping up and riding up slow and letting the people kind of take in the the full effect of him riding with a thousand people, just like casually just strolling back, you know, yep. coming into town like he had, had just walked away on a vacation and and now he's back. He went away with ten bags and came back with a thousand because you know he's got bank like that and you yeah. know now he's yeah. got to go clean up. And, and to Zul's point, these aren't his enemies. Like he's trying to lead and rule here he's not just coming right. in and trying to yeah. but he's not um, trying to lead and rule he's trying to put somebody in place to lead and rule so still not his enemies he's not going to come in like and just slice people to, up to and, the <laughs> enemy's point what <laughs> what enemies what enemies does Rand want to have i don't think he wants any enemies he should have taken a note out of the cons book and just killed all the men impregnated the women and oh yeah breed them out yeah that's Unfortunately, that's been attempted many times. He just didn't have much time, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got Ivienda. Still convinced yeah. she's pregnant, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we so at, yeah. Alan? You, you took notes, Alan, and still we are all over the place. So it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh, well, as they're riding in as well, Parrot has this idea about the horse that he has to get Faye's horse back to her because... That'll make everything yeah. better. She, she loves the horse and that, that's going to make everything better. Uh, and, 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 you know, in stress situations, this is something that's a calming coping mechanism is to find something that really has nothing to do with anything else. And like, if I just can get this done, it's going to be that much better. It's, um, so we, I, I think we try, we try to something. focus. Yeah. We try to focus on what we can control, especially mm-hmm. when we're in situations where so much is out of our control. We try to. Right. Gosh, I can make parallels. I could jump back to the loyal conversation and him trying to get back in control of things and not be all tavirand and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, agreed, Alan. It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. It, it seems silly, but 
Right. But we do what it he every has, day. It, it's what he has to do to be able to put the left foot in front of the right foot and the right foot in front of the left foot. It, right. It gives purpose in the moment. And, and this is also the part where Loyal tries to comfort him and then starts talking about Aerith and marrying her. He's like, what, what am I saying? Oh, I, I, I'm too young to be married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess we jumped ahead a little bit. That's all right. We we uh we we touched that a couple of times when you were gone, Alan. Okay. You your, when you took your little sabbatical, <laughs> was yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, he was getting Tavir and all up in the face, but also we talked about how we think it's really just exposing something that he really felt. Mm-hmm. But but the Tavirans kind of force it to come out of his mouth. So in a way, maybe that's a good thing. You know what? Human beings, we suck at communicating. We joke at Wheel of Time. Oh, the communication's horrible. But guess what? That's reality. We're all bad about it. Like, how many relationships do you all have, like important ones, where you can think of big things that could have been solved if both people just literally let what they were truly thinking come out without being offended by what the other person was saying and then work to, you know, find common ground there? That happens all the time. Right. It sounds simple, but... When you think about it in practice in your real life, that's so difficult. You have to be vulnerable without, be, without being then, offended. That's right, tough. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be honest. You have to show your dark side with your light side. Trust the other person with everything you're showing them, like, and work together to find a solution. Like, we all suck at it. I think I'm at so, that point in my life where it's not going to offend me much. I'm just afraid how much I'm going to offend you with when I come back with. <laughs> I'm worried about what comes out of my mouth offending people. Like I, 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 as a as a new husband, <laughs> I will have to be fair and say that I have come back around and apologized or or reflected a number of times and looked at Chanel and said I could handle that better or di- not better but differently because what I said yeah. in the moment I meant, but it could have been done in in a better way in a different way I should say, yeah you know. Yeah. And she's give she gives me a lot of grace because you know, especially after you come from hurt and a lifetime of hurt, and you're like at a point where you're just not gonna deal with it anymore, then your mind just will jump. Yep. And then whatever yeah. comes out of your mouth is like, Well, shit, I said it now, fuck it, and I meant it because I said it. So right. If I'm gonna stand by what I say I mean, then I meant that shit, but I could have said it a different way. Yeah. Cause it's not that you didn't feel it at the time. But by expressing it in a certain way, like it could have been offensive to the other person or, or, or hurtful sometimes to the other person. And that wasn't your intent. Your intent was just to share what was going through your head. Yeah. And your desire wasn't to be. Anyways. Yeah. To other I feel, people, I feel I'm you. like, eh, if, if you're offended, just, okay, tell me you're offended. and Take a number. What are you going to do about it? Can <laughs> 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 you mess with me? I'm going to call Ian. <laughs> He's waiting oh, for yeah. something to do. I got, I got shit to do when I own two shovels, bro. <laughs> there are, there's plenty of swamp between here and Virginia. <laughs> I know the places people don't go. Did Alan freeze again? Oh, that's so cute. His dehumidifier. Turn the dehumidifier <laughs> off. If you identified the problem, do you think your humidity levels are going to get so bad in the next hour and a half that you have to keep it running right now? Uh, <laughs> Did you take a picture again? I, I should. Oh, no, I didn't. Jake, help. Jake, where you at? We don't need Jake. We're going to take off hey, on another tangent. Oh, let's do a seance and see if we can summons him. 
All right, you ready? Hold hands with me, Chris. We call on you, Jay. We're calling on Jay. <laughs> Join the show. Jake. <laughs> Jake is eating a bowl of Fruit Loops in the other room. <laughs> All right, if you're if you're listening but not actually watching, hopefully you pieced it together with context yeah. clues. But Ow, he didn't it. know he's going to remove all this stuff. No, he's got to uh, leave it. He's, I would, you would think, but well, he is a dark friend. Let's do he, Christmas caroling. He's going to edit it to the point where it seems like the problems are our fault. He's going to be like, "I'm sorry, Ian got really drunk and ruined the show, so the editing is really bad this episode." That's something he would do. Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Da, da, da. Gotta get our horse back da, da, da. to file right away. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job of that. Yeah, well, you know, I've kissed a few horses in my life. <laughs> well, I've lost a lot of bets. That's what I should have said. But, anyways. <laughs> I say, is that what we call them? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, we're horrible. Our listeners just dropped. They're like, Alan's gone. It just, it's now total chaos. Jake's not helping. Just we're gonna go watch something else. Uh, what I, we were talking about something rather deep before Alan left. We're let, let's let's jump back and and talk about um, men. Men's trying to essentially get parents to kind of calm down because he's driving this party at a rapid pace. And he only slows enough to let Fael's horse rest because he definitely don't want to kill the horse. That's and just shy going. of a sprint because he doesn't want to draw attention and answer questions, but about as fast as you can go without doing all of that. Yeah. And, so and in, in summary, guys, that's why Alan is a piece of shit. So <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry I spent five minutes talking about it. Uh, oh, oh, Alan, hey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I turned the humidifier off. So that way I'm like, you know what? Oh, well, we talked but about that too. As if somebody may have <laughs> suggested that. Or... Alan, your, your house is not going to get so like seeped and moist with humidity in the next hour and a half. It's good for the next hour and a half. That's the other way around. It's humidifier. Like yeah, it, humidifier because uh, it's, it's dry. So dry. Like it's I get bloody dry. noses well, every now night. Now you're just I have, being a little. I have two humidifiers running. <laughs> but that's bad for you to do it every night. Just because Vaseline is petroleum based doesn't mean there's any issues with taking like the like the remnants of dinosaurs that have turned into goop and rubbing it in your nose. Like I enjoy taking Triceratops goop and rubbing it in my nose. I did that until somebody told me it was bad. Then I bought two two humidifiers. Now those things are beautiful. You should have checked we, those. We two bought a whole at yeah, stock a- and humidifier companies because I think you just yeah. got. Well, I, I bought a whole house oh. one, so it's a it's on the air handler. It's really a gigantic, want. like three thousand dollar giant humidifier. Yeah, when I get my own house, that will happen. Yeah, but anyway, so, so it, it it should have its own uh, breaker dedicated to it. It should. So yes, if it's He's whole like, house, then mm-hmm. your people do need to come back and fix it. Two thousand dollars later. No, we're we're going to talk about this. So from top to bottom, the order that you have your things on there uh, makes a difference. So you want the things that dry higher amperage on one end and your lower amperage pools and your outlets for the house and blah, blah, blah on the other end. Sure. 
if you have that reversed, then it'll still you'll still have um, yeah uh, var- variable voltage voltage when the high amp things kick on. You got them too. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we're good for the rest of the episode because I turned it off. So yeah. So where were we? We're entering the city. Um, the, they confirmed that Colvert's banners are flying. Um, that she has indeed taken the throne and that the coronation festival is going on. It's coronation day. Sorry, I've been launching a ton of Frozen because my daughter's really into it. Uh, <laughs> We're just going to move on and not talk about that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Deshiva's the one that's hesitant, one of the Ashaman. He's just like, yeah, maybe we should stay back, you know, and send someone else inside the city, Rand. And, um, you know, uh, Brain's kind of like, yeah, you know, if you disrupt this festival, it could cause riots in the whole city. Like, it's a fun time for everybody. Like, But there's um, advantages to it, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's welcome. You can't right. turn away these guests. You're like, I mm-hmm. still think the Taviranness of it all is is coming together. Um, considering yeah. everything this city just went through, Right for Rand to show up with the party he has, like it should raise so many red flags. It should be like stop them until we get approval from the highest levels. But they're bound by this festival to be like, well, we gotta let you through, and also mm-hmm. we know you. Well, one of you, some of you, yeah. This is a weird party. What the, you know? What mm-hmm. fuck it go? Uh, well, I mean, why would I have, the, care, I have the festival like... as an excuse? Every day there are coins being given out, food being given out, finery being given out. Like this is something steeped in tradition that nobody wants to mess up. <laughs> like it's taboo to mess True. that up because literally everybody's getting gifted. I don't want it to be on me. Yeah. So I'm not going to start a problem that could stop the festival. So you go ahead and do what you want to do. Yeah. And also, well, well, I didn't think of this before, but. So we know Colivare's on the throne, right? From entering the city, going through the gates, marching up to go talk to Colivare, who who stepped in and said, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Who even tried to stop them? Was there one person that was loyal to Colivare? Well, they did wrap the guards up in air. The Ashman did. So. Yeah. The That's true. They did, well, and we don't know which way they would have swayed. It's like as they yeah. were about to do something, and truly we don't know what they're going to do. They could have been doing an awesome dance that they've been me. practicing for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before they could do anything, they got wrapped up. Yeah. Trust me. They weren't going to do anything more than get out of the way. They weren't. but Unless they were total newbies that had no idea who Rand was. But I think everybody at this point knows who Rand is. Abundance of caution. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. They got wrapped up. Um, and then the servants inside just start curtsying and bowing. Like are ignoring exactly. Them. They're like, thank God you're back. Okay. Well, they're like, oh, you're clearly a lord, so they don't really even recognize him at first because he's not wearing all of his finery. They're like, eh, another lord yeah. coming through. Yeah. And then someone you know. does recognize him and says something, and he's like, I was like, at least they, yeah, they showed some respect. Some love. Some yeah. Some yeah. love. Yeah. Uh, and enter the hall, and that's where um, Camille and Solande, um, two of the Kyrian and I guess noble women who are practicing their version of Giotto. <laughs> um, I'm loving out. this, by the way. <laughs> I I almost hate that the IE will hate this, and maybe the IE will come around to it. But what, like you know, the imitation's greatest form of flattery, right? Um, yeah, it's true. And I love the IE and the fact mm-hmm. that they're doing this. I kind of love it. Yeah. I wish 
I wish somebody from the IO would go, okay, if it's going to be this way, let me teach you a few things. Like that's what we're missing to make it a little more accurate. But yeah. Anyways, I think it's cool. I'll dance the blades with you. And they're like, the audio just roll their eyes. Like, <sighs> I think if it wasn't for these people picking up swords, I think the IU maybe would have taken them under their wing and maybe, taught them yeah. a little more. But that's a big thing. That's a sticky point where they're like, mm, we're not going to cross that line. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think it at that point, it's, it's not even the tree killer thing. I think what, it's just the. Yeah. What's swords, cultures? No. Yeah, with cultures, it's tough. Like when you imitate a culture, there's a respectful way to do it. And then there's. And there's a fine line where you're yeah, trying to be respectful, but it doesn't come off that way, um, especially with certain cultures. Um, yeah. It, early certain on, words and phrases that some people can say that some people can't say. and Absolutely. And then some right. people can't say it that can't say it, but can say it because they are allowed to say it. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, and with so I know probably what you're referencing there, uh, there's a big one, right? Mm -hmm. But... Uh, Early, early in our episodes, when I was fresh off of the um, motorcycle club part of my life, that chapter, I, I use those references a lot more, but this instantly reminded me of that. Um, it's not that the the old motor, motorcycle clubs are totally opposed to new clubs pop, popping up, but they, they do want you to do it with a certain amount of respect and there's kind of some permission asking but it's not really to like get permission it's to to ask for a mentor of sorts well it's one of two things it's one announcing what you want to do and then they'll let you know hey you don't need to do that because there's already a group doing that that you could join and we don't need to flood the market or they'll say okay yeah i could see where there's a niche for people like you that want to do what you're doing and this is who's going to mentor you to help you do it without making a fool of yourself which would also make a fool of the rest of us sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So like if I walk to downtown different news and start flashing gang signs, Dunsky, you're yeah. done. You're Dunsky. <laughs> you had a shot in high school because like, right before be somebody took you out, somebody might've vouched for you yeah. without the vouch. Yeah, now, yeah. now, no, I'm, yeah, exactly. And, so that's town now that you can't drive into. And they're, and, and they're going to look at you and go, his fucking, it's a, it's it's an old code, but it you know it's still, what what still is checks the, out. It still, still checks, checks out. out. Yeah, it's old code still checks out. It's old. They're gonna look at it and go be like, that shit's ten years old. No, let's get him. <laughs> my my old uncle still flashes that one. There's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm destroying the show. Help us, Alan. No. We, we were we were we were doing a thing. Um, uh, a, a charity thing and i'm not gonna get into the charity that we're doing it for but it was like high schoolers or college age kids and one of them asked uh because i had to drive some kids around and they're asking me uh to change uh my radio uh put on some rap or whatever so i was like oh, i can find something so i, w I have satellite radio so i switched to like hip-hop channel or whatever i was like i don't want this 90s crap it's like what this is jay-z man like yeah no one listens to that crap anymore and i was like <laughs> What? Meanwhile, Beyonce's husband. Alan is thinking he's going out of his way to be hip by playing some Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's told that like, his version of what is hip is already 10 to 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now all he is is Beyonce's husband. <laughs> 
came out of for <laughs> yeah. no other reason. That's yeah. the cheater that Beyonce took back. He's lucky. Ooh, you, okay. You think about it, it'd be like it'd be like getting someone's car in the nineties and say like, yeah, put some rock on, and they put on something from the seventies, and you're like, yeah, what are you doing, dude? I want to listen to like Pearl Jam. Yeah. Anyway, equivalent of when we were in high school, uh, but of course we appreciated old music though. What does we Pearl Jam do. mean? I don't know. Oysters? You can't Pearl Jelly? I don't know. Is there a joke? I'm just curious. I don't know. Has anybody ever asked the question? Ask Eddie Vedder. I don't know. Is, does anybody out there know? Yeah. At any point, it could be, yeah, all right, we'll carry on with the show. If at yeah, any yeah, point yeah. you so, know what Pearl Jam means, <laughs> post it in the chat and then somebody throw it up because I'm curious. Just very curious. Um, yes, after the whole con- confrontation about um, about high heel um, and Kyrie's acting like high heel, um, Rand asked, you know, okay, well, where's Colavera? It's like, oh, she's in the you know the main ha- grand hall, you know, for the the main you know ceremony, and like we weren't invited because we're lesser nobles. And Rand's like, I right, guess this is where we're going then. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Dobrin explains jump backwards yeah, for a split second. Sure. The so maybe no significance here, but I got a, a, a decent chuckle out of it. Um, one of the maidens, as they were coming up to those guards we talked about that got wrapped up in air, one of the maidens veiled. But before the maiden could do anything, they were wrapped up in air. Mm-hmm. And they were, mm-hmm. you know, stuck. And one guy eventually passes out, but still stuck in his like air yeah. fortress, whatever we want to call it. Uh, and then there was some hand talk and I got the vibe that who was hand talking to her was like, don't fucking embarrass us like that. <laughs> like, have you noticed, we talked about this before with like the bad people, like we met Trollocs and we we're like, oh my gosh, Trollocs are horrible. And then we meet the fades and we're like, the fades are way worse. And then we meet the Forsaken and we hear about like the Dreadlords and we're like, and like the bad guys just keep growing. And then eventually Level like up. now, now Trollocs are like, Trollocs, fuck. Fuck a troll. Yeah. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it happens so, on every RPG game. Exactly. Yeah. So the Aiel, <laughs> if you had a dozen Aiel with you, you were invincible, right? Yeah. And then if you had a hundred Aiel with you, you were invincible. Uh huh. But now our Aiel are not the most badass mofos on the block. No. Yeah. And I feel like who who gave the hand signals to the one that veiled was kind of like when I say, hey, don't embarrass us sort of thing. I don't know what they were hand signaling, but it, mm-hmm. it felt like that because there was a yeah, <laughs> you you were about to throw down with people that are probably going to dice you up. And by the way, we have people here showing us up. Let's come on. We want to yeah. pretend like we're still something sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so they start heading towards this main hall, um, and Dobrain explains to them that the coronation happened actually nine days ago. This is just all part of the the festivities, you know. It's already a done deal, and, and Perrin can't restrain himself any longer. He's like, "All right, where the heck is my wife? Uh, I need to know." It's like, "Oh, your wife? Are you? Yeah, she's with the queen. She's like one of her her servants, her tenants. She's like number number two or number three. Yeah, she's yeah. In, the, in this and coup. And she's yeah. like, huh?" I was like, what? He scratches his head like she's the what? How the hell? But what comes out of his mouth is, well, uh, she's uh, got a good reason for that. <laughs> I'm sure she's got a yeah. phenomenal reason. She did it for Friend, she a did reason. It for 
Rand, she did. <laughs> she, there's a reason, Rand. There's a reason, Rand. Loady, loady, Rand. Loady, loady. There's a reason. <laughs> this is another one of those moments where, like, we're going through uh, Perrin's mind and we're getting him battling with the whole, yeah, there's a reason. I don't know what it is, sort of thing. But at one point, like, he does kind of direct it towards Rand, like, Rand, there's a reason. And there's kind of this moment where Rand gives a nod, sort of thing. It, it might be later on. Who cares? But again, he this just up. reminds me that it, yeah, but it reminds me that Perrin is not doing this for the same reasons Rand is. And no, Perrin's not, not doing this for the reasons that Rand wants him to or thinks he's doing it. Uh, Perrin has his different set of principles and different moral foundation and different things that he's motivated by. So, like, it's still ripe for. Uh, there being some confrontation between him and Rand, if if Rand does certain things, if that... Aaron had it his way, he'd be back in the two rivers farming, and mm-hmm. he'd have his forge going, and he would be shoeing horses, and you know making rakes and yeah and and shovels he'd on- and he'd only talk to wolves when nobody was looking. Correct. And if mm-hmm. anybody called him Lord, he would move and find somewhere else where nobody knew him. And Fire would be pregnant with twins. Mm-hmm. By twins, you mean a litter of eight? Oh, it's, yep. Yeah. Agreed. I just don't mm-hmm. know what you call well, octuplets. Anyways, I'm just I'm putting a post-it on this page, and I'm saying this might be a build-up for. Oh wait, yeah, they were going down different paths. There's the divide. Mm-hmm. Parents yeah. standing up to Rand. It could happen. Okay. And so, yeah, Rand asked to be led to the hall. Uh, I think then, um, uh, uh, Salando. Oh, that's cool. Pearl Jam was a reference to his great grandmother, Pearl, who was married to a Native American and had a special recipe for peyote jam. Peyote jam. What, what is that? Peyote's a psychedelic. Like, hey, kids, uh, want to get high? <laughs> Got you. Okay. That makes sense. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. That's kind of cool. Okay. I never knew that. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Did you look it up or did somebody send it? Some that somebody is, in chat. In chat. Was it by it? How do you pronounce that? Oh anyway? no, Zul Zool said it first, and then uh, oh okay, they uh, then said the same thing. Yeah. Somebody went. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, appreciate it. So psychedelic jam. Huh. All right. Now you know, and knowing's yeah. half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen those All old uh? Early internet videos with us, GI Joe. Like, yeah, like, yes. you got the one little kid, like, wee, wee. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just horrible messages. GI Joe, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, about our GI Joe story, I won't tell it. She does too good of a job telling it. Okay, it's not next time she's on, next, next time, yeah. nudge her to tell it. Yeah. Uh, so um yeah so ran asked me to take to the hall um uh, she asked you know are is everybody in trouble he's like oh no you guys are fine i'm just Spence justice uh to those who deserve it but yeah we're, we're good you got nothing to worry about but who's in that room might have something to worry about <laughs> now the minute that door opens it's like hush all eyes on him and they're like oh my god oh shit it's about mm-hmm. To go, yeah. I'm so glad it's happening earlier in the book. I hope this continues, but this feels like a filler book already. Yeah, a broken crown. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it took us this long to get here because this is the only reason we showed up tonight. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is a good, uh, good, good chapter. Um, so yeah. Um, Rand just busts in. That's where we start. He just comes right into the grand hall. <laughs> I like, like the word strolls. Bust implies that he like really yeah. broke the door down. This is more yeah, like no, no. he strolled in. He strolled in. I, he I, like, I see look pimp at me. suit. I seen a cane. Like he did have a cane with him, right? And then the yeah. It's kind of like he went in with the attitude of I already know the outcome of this engagement. He was like, I'm hey, just hey, giving hey, you the time I'm to figure back. it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you catch up to me and where I'm at. I'm ten you. moves ahead of you. Like he casually strolls right up to the sun throne and uh puts his hand on me. He goes, you know, um this throne here, uh, that's that's meant for Elaine, not 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 for you. Uh. <laughs> well, I have rights, and my daddy said I can yeah. have it. My daddy said, and you know what? His Elaine's daddy could have had it too, and dead I want it. Is it okay? We don't need to get into the story, and maybe Alan's the only one that will laugh at this. But when I read this. All I heard was, my daddy did my homework. I'm going to get an A. <laughs> if Jordan um, wanted us to not like was her name, Claver? Was she a valedictorian or a salutatorian? Yes, we are not valedictorian. We're not going to mention names because great person. Yeah. And all, but, man, there were moments where she had yeah. us dying. Yeah. Mm, my daddy did my project. I'm gonna get an A. Get an A. <laughs> After we all worked our asses off to barely get a B in one of the most difficult classes of our high school career, uh-huh. go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's uh she objects saying, you know, hey, uh, Elaine's dead. Ryan's like, no, she's not. So First she of all, eyes widening, jaws dropping. They went so stiff, Perrin almost thought Ashaman had bound them all like the guards outside the palace. The mm-hmm. chamber was a sea of sweat, perfume, and beneath that undercurrent of salty sweat, but through it oozed fear, a quivering sort of smell. Uh, everybody was just like, we done fucked up. Fuck we around and find out. How do we get out of this? Like you gotta feel like okay. help, help! I'm in danger. Help! You can just see like you know like it's it's the classic movie or TV trope where like you know it's like we we fucked up. moment. They knew they. So my cat does. He does this one of these little things like this when he really knows he messes up. He like gets on his belly and he kind of scrunches his neck like oh shoot. Shoot, he caught me. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't say bad kitty. Don't, I know I'm bad it. kitty. <laughs> and the minute you say it, he like um, takes off. This is the image. <laughs> I don't skip it all the way to the end. Yeah. <laughs> but these are cowering cats or dogs, whichever. Yes. And then you're like, mm-hmm. bad cat, bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's flip the script a little bit. This this is what makes it more impressive. Rand did so little, but had such a huge impact here in a court where somebody just assumed power. Anybody that could have threatened her really for this assumption of power was murdered. Um, mm-hmm. And who does she have with her? She has, we're going to find out, an Aes Sedai that she thinks is behind her. 
She has mm -hmm. a court full of hunters of the horn. These aren't chumps. These are mm -hmm. fighters. These are warriors. These are smart, educated, like the good, good at dogs. their craft people. They're, simply, they're typically good dogs. They thought they would have had the edge against anything that could have presented themselves. And of course, they thought, or at least she thought, Cobra thought that Rand was not going to be in the picture. Rand was the yeah. only one that could have burst this bubble. And here, mm -hmm. Rand just walks in with his little needle, slowly marching towards the bubble. And he's about <laughs> to pop that shit. Confidently knowing, just boop, that's all I got to do. Colavere, she's so smooth. My Lord Dragon, it's, I welcome it, you back. Kyrian welcomes you back. Yeah. The way she and, said it, it seems like she was repeating herself. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then once once she says that it's meant for a lynch. Me. Yeah. And once she says, my, my, you know, it's my right, it's my crown. And Rand just takes the crown off her head and literally breaks the crown and then mends it back together using the one source. And it's like, <laughs> what can you uh, she nice even puts the blame friend. on him first, though. She's like, yeah, that it really caught my, my attention. Kyrian has been without a ruler, a Kyrian and far ruler. Too long, yeah. You, far too long. You yourself ha said you have no intention in the sun throne for yourself. And Elaine Tracon would have some claim, a small quivering gesture to dismiss such a claim. Yeah, if it. she were alive, rumors say she's dead like her mother. The boldness of this woman, like I if we want to say favorite character from this for me, it was her. And I'm not gonna lie because she does it so smoothly and she just she kind of just like edges in there and she kind of snakes her way around and she really tries to win this battle without even seeing like she's fighting a war. Like that would work. That would work for somebody that has never read any of this series and doesn't know what we know. If somebody came in and read this chapter, they would go, Oh, she's a strong character. Look at her stand her ground, da da da. da. My trouble is, knowing what we know, she did that with such a level of, uh, shit. I framed that Arrogance. sentence wrong because now I have to say naivety. Is okay. is yeah. that how the word goes? Okay. Yeah. Right. Naivety. She's so naive. She's missing so many pieces of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Again, I, uh, well, then again, to your credit, I, I like to give credit to people making decisions based off the information they know. And with what she mm -hmm. thinks she knows, she's playing her cards nicely. But what she doesn't know, it's not even that Rand has a royal flush. It's Rand has a pistol under the table. <laughs> they're not playing the same game. She thinks right, she's no, in the game. Not. And in Rand's mind, he's like, it doesn't matter the game you're playing. I will fuck you up. Yeah. What, Alan, <laughs> what Alan mentioned was, She's talking about her rights and the politics and the lineage and this, that, and the other. And here I stand and I'm women, hear me roar and I, but you know, whatever. And Rand just goes, okay, I guess you need a demonstration. And he goes, everything that you hold dear, I can fucking crumple. <laughs> but you got to think not. about the comment. Crumple? Not crumple. My crumple? Lord Dragon, what not is crumple. done cannot be undone if anything has offended you. That yeah. was the part that really like triggered me. Yeah, it was all Rand's fault, and that's the the other point I was gonna make. What is done cannot be undone. It's like anything can be undone and redone. Like, watch, yeah. break crown, put it together. Break crown, I, I guess it. that's my point of her playing checkers, <laughs> him playing chess. Yeah, it, he's it not triggered me though because that's what my ex used to do to me. 
Oh, well, you said or you did? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I feel you. I hear so, you. I don't know how much down that rabbit hole you want to go, but I. You thought you were I, smooth. I try to keep that to myself. <laughs> you okay. thought you were so, smooth. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have this one. Yeah. But Ram was like, uh, I, I hear you and I see you, and you're right. He did. He he, magicked that crown to pieces. He, he demonstrated that the game is bigger than what she's playing. And and mm-hmm. considering where we are in the game of games, this was this was a demonstration that she did not pick up on. Mm-hmm. I think and it wasn't for her because I think he ultimately knew her her fate was it was either so, gonna be death or whatever he could figure out to keep her from dying, but her date was mm-hmm. her, her fate was sealed. This demonstration was for everybody else there. And this demonstration was for the rumor mill. <laughs> don't care about your lawyer. Yeah. Thank you. She's like, I object. And he's like, I can destroy the courtroom. Boom. Push it. You know, just destruction. Um, Louis the 14th. I am the state. <laughs> All right, uh, I have crazy theory. Won't take a lot of time. When he, when he took the sun throne thingy, crumpled it. And then just magically it was back the way it was. Mm-hmm. I I touched on this when we very first started. Reverse this was the, time. No, this is the first time I got another scratch of it again. We're in the fucking matrix. Neo, <laughs> Neo there just is no spoon. There is no there spoon. Is no spoon. <laughs> there is no fucking spoon. He bent the spoon, and then when he stopped thinking about the bend of the spoon, the spoon was just there as it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he did anything. It so as he crumpled it, Perrin could see it crumpling, but then it was just as if he never crumpled it. It's not like there was a slow release and it and and Rand used force to make it go back to what it was. There was just an illusion of it crumpling, or he crumpled the illusion that you were seeing, and then he released that illusion, so it went back to the illusion you were supposed to see. Mm-hmm. Chris, if we end up being in some sort of matrix, and and then I start thinking about it again, and what if that was what, a big RPG what if, game? What if that's what Luz Theron was trying to do in the beginning? They discovered that they were part of some sort of matrix type thing, and he was trying to, and the creator is a fucking programmer. <laughs> yeah. There, Did there, Robert Jordan have that knowledge of computers? Yeah, room? I mean, Robert Jordan one time in an interview explained that his idea for the pattern is like the most craziest supercomputer you'd ever think of. Um, and he actually said that in an interview. So that's that's an interview. Yeah. Hmm. If, it, if it doesn't straight up turn out to be a Matrix type thing, which think about when the Matrix came out. Uh, the comic book. Well, yeah, the movies was in the 90s. Comic, but also well, I was, was going back to before that. comic book. Yeah, not really? too far from Jordan time frame. So yeah. for us to have that sort of sci-fi twist to what we're reading, Chris, is not impossible. Mm. It seems improbable. You know what's throwing us off in in the Matrix? They were like, let's let's let you live at the height of human civilization. And that always bothered me about the Matrix. I was like, if I want to control them, I would put them in a feudal society. Mm-hmm. And then I only have to interact with and control those with power the nobles the kings and queens yeah i only have to tap a few people and maybe let them in on it and give them special privileges and the rest will fucking fall in line yeah okay one more time why would you have the matrix in 
and and leave it in a society where people are knowledgeable about computers and at the brink of at least the knowledge of the potential for AI and everything, because then you're going to have some outliers that figure it out. To keep yourself from getting bored. If if Jordan writes this Matrix-like, he did a much better job in doing this feudal-type society, this kings and queens and lords and peasants and... Well, because you'll have those handful of peasants that when you come and say, I'm your king, they'll be like, my king, we live in an autonomous democracy. I never voted for no king. I never (laughs) voted for no king. (laughs) 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 I have no chance of a steak dinner until the last book, if I'm right. And it's a stretch, but help us think that there is a sci-fi type uh, this reality that we're living in truly isn't the reality of some sort. It may not be the matrix, but everything in this world is not truly in this world. Okay. This isn't reality. You're experiencing thought. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The whole world is being run by an eight year old kid. This is an RPG game and a mm-hmm. laundry mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Perrin just blurts out, like, in the middle of all this, like, you know, you murdered, like, two nobles, like, two lords, uh, Marengill and Melian, um, and, and where's Barrelade? And as soon as he mentions Barrelade and, like, Fayil, like, gives him an icy look. Is like, and he's like, shit. dare you, shit. <laughs> <sighs> I think that I'll bodes... point out the obvious. I think that bodes well, though. Again, when I was reading this, I said my first thought when Rand was figuring this out is I fucking left Baron Lane here to handle this and she's gone. That's the next biggest question. That, those are the chapters I want to read next. Like what happened? Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like Perrin, if Fahil got mixed up in it, like I said before, Fahil reads the room very well. She clearly was raised around pseudo royalty royalty. She wasn't mm-hmm. raised, you know, to just sow fields. She's raised to lead people in, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. She reads the room well. She probably saw the writing on the wall and realized better I be in a position to be a fly on the wall than to be somebody excommunicated from here. Oh, for right? sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like if she's where she is, she's where she wanted to be, and it's still supporting Perrin, which at this point is still supporting Ran. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't want Perrin to bring up the barrel lane shit, I feel like Fayil's on... I won't say Bear Lane's side, but maybe Bear Lane's side, or at least knowledgeable and pro Bear Lane in the decisions. She's on Rand's side, and Bear Lane is supposed to be listening to Rand, so therefore, mm-hmm. she's supporting. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's like, Perrin, don't like- bring that up right now. That's not important. We need to, we need to fucking get rid of this chick, and then we can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, but immediately. Yeah, immediately Colavere starts to refute the accusation, saying, like, that's, you know, outright lies, blah, blah, blah. There's no proof because I'm innocent. There's no, you know, I don't need to show proof because I'm innocent. Well, you know, going on and on about it. And then she turns and says, you know, hey, I said I handle my light work. You know, I'm done with this. Uh, yeah. Can I say at this moment, you know what went through my head? I'm not dead yet. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I think I'm getting better. <laughs> I mean, from a reader, Chris, like, did you think she would dig herself out of this hole or was it over? She threw, I, I have an I said I backing me with Rand there. Yeah. Even if the I said I was backing her, 
that it's did not I help die. her. Yeah, no, not and at made, all. And it made it that, worse. That blamed him even more. He already knew what was going on, but he was like, you dare. <laughs> and that, yeah. it, it was just like one thing after the other after the other. It's like, keep burying, keep digging your hole Yeah, a little bit deeper. He did let deeper her talk still. a lot. He uh-huh. did. Yeah, he he did. kept his mouth shut. He just kind of stared. <laughs> Off into nowhere, and he had the parent in the background the whole time. Like, I need you to stay sane, please stay sane. My wife is right here, she had nothing to do with the stay sane. And then she steps up, like, Hey, Rand, I'm telling you, this is what happened. And then he's like, Good, yeah. okay, she, she but, but, did do the right thing. Before that, you get one of the one of the, I think the best lines in the entire uh, the I said I reveal, just kidding. Well, yeah, when well, this is you know, she's I said I, and she's like, Well, you know, I'm Barra Lane's advisor, not Colliver's, and goes into that. And then one of my favorite parts of this is when Rand looks at her, and goes, She goes, You know how much you guys are fucked up? I'm not the one shielding you right now. And that's when like the whole room realizes yes. we're fucked. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I'm not doing this. So, if that's you want to, if you want to throw somebody in the honorable mention for best character. Um, what what's the name of the gray? The, the oh, the gray has to die. Uh, Anora, uh, Anora, Right. I know at this point as a reader, we're trained to just be fearful and weary of all eyes to die, but she, considering everything, she danced through this very gracefully, yeah, and in a way that was not offensive to Rand. Uh, and in that moment, like. Jordan even talks about uh, the moment she looked over and she had that moment of realization on her face and she didn't have a, a total freak out. Like she kept her shit together, but there was still a recognition of, Oh shit. You know, she kept it together. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have, I don't have love for her yet. I'll, I'll throw yet. Cause I feel like it's possible. I, I get some, I get some vibes. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this, not, I won't say one you can trust, but maybe there's some good things that could come with, from a relationship with her, especially being a gray. And Rand needs a lot of help in that area. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think well, she did a good job. Who she's still, is she's still lost. Who's Javian again? Who's who? Javian. Javian. Yeah, so, so this is why Javian was grinning like a madman. He had recognized. I think he's one of the Ashman. One of the Ashman. Oh, no, no, okay, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Well, let's see. Javian is. Duh, duh, I'm looking at it right now. Um, duh, he's one of he's one of the um, Mayaners that fought alongside Perrin to save Rand. So he's from the Mayaner Guard. So he, he oh, knew because he knew Lane, who she was. Because yeah, he knew she was. Yeah, got you. Because I like like you said, I love her. Like kind of, I don't want to say weaseling out of it, but politicking. She's like, yeah, I've been kept secret because you know we know we know how people feel about me, so I'm just gonna leave this one where it's at. Might drop on that, but also technically you know, I'm beholden to Bear Lane. Yeah, exactly. Just want to throw that out there. And I think it's time for it, it's not the time for secrets for me now. I think the time has passed. So let me go on ahead and tell you, um, she did it. She did it all. It was all her. Well, she hold did it. now. Hold well, on. I'm so I being nice to die. I said, I being I said, I, we have to keep this wrinkle in there. She said that I talked to the people that XYZ or I heard from people like XYZ and they told me that she did it. Right. If Before she that's knew, when, when... being I said, I, if she knew, yeah. if she had first hand account or first hand knowledge, 
of her being guilty, she could have said, I know. And Rand might have been able to trust that more because I said, I can't lie unless they're dark friends. Mm -hmm. uh, but technically, the wrinkle is still there that she's relaying information that she was told. But maybe that information wasn't true. Yeah. But who cares at this point? Because we all want to call it. Yeah. Bef before that, though, it's when Fayil speaks up and she just immediately blurts out. She's like, yeah, actually, uh, I, I know firsthand knowledge that Colavera was planning on breaking all the fealties of the CU Rand and was going to send Ayala away and completely just undo everything yeah. you did. Uh, and and Colavera's like, what, who's this girl? Like, she's obviously lying. Parents like bullshit. <laughs> say, watch your, say it again. Watch your, your, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Fuck around and find out. Yes. Uh, so we, 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 we give the uh, F around and find out nod to Rand because he totally de deserves it here. But uh, Perrin, I think gave a real F around and find out. So Rand's F around, uh, like F around and find out turned into Colavera not dying. Parents, I think, was offend the honor of my woman one more time, and I will put this axe through you. <laughs> I don't think Ray, I don't think Perrin was going to accuse her of being a not nice person. I think Perrin was ready <laughs> to do some damage if she kept that up. Oh yeah, yeah. Love it or hate it. I mean, you might be that's overkill. The file doesn't yeah. need that. that file can handle that's fine. But where Perrin was at was he was going to dice somebody up. If you just badmouthed her one more time, yeah, and then yeah, so, yeah, and yeah, so they're gonna break oaths, uh, and then you know said that the woman that told her this was one of her maids, and that she conveniently disappeared right afterwards. Obviously, probably uh, um, yeah, murdered. And this is when Dobrin cut, like cuts in, and just like he says. By the power invested in me. It's like by my immortal soul under the light, I do brain high seat of the house of terror and do a reign and censor you of treason. The penalty for which is death. <laughs> and everybody goes <gasps> and then looks at Rand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What, so when Perrin looks at Rand and can hear Rand and Rand so quiet that he's convinced only Rand and Perrin can hear it. And he's like, no, I can't. I won't. Perrin takes that as him battling with whether or not he should censure her and uh, execute her, essentially. Mm -hmm. Right. Isn't it possible because we're getting a Perrin point of view looking at Rand battling? What would Rand be battling here? He he's could be battling... Theron losing his grip on reality. But what would Luce Theron be saying? Kill the Aes Sedai. Kill the witch, yeah. Or, or kill the Ashaman or, no. or the, the other male channelers. So no. I think it's, I don't know if it's relevant, but it, I think it's funny that maybe Perrin comes to a happy conclusion for himself. Like, oh, Rand is battling. He doesn't want to kill a bunch of people. But Rand, Rand is probably comfortable with killing a lot of people right now. But what he's battling is, do I make foes of the Aes Sedai by just fucking killing her and giving in to what Luce Theron is saying? Or do I make foes of the other male channelers and start killing them? I have no reason, mm -hmm. nothing in the text, again. But I think it'd be right. funny if Rand's battling one thing, but Perrin is assuming he's battling something else. But Perrin is rationalizing it to make sense in his right. perspective at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and then after all these accusations, that's when she denies the charges, Culliver does, and that's when Anora speaks up. And it's like, well, actually, I talked to Barely's Thief Catchers. Uh, we got a few of them. 
that we didn't you guys didn't know about. And uh yeah, they 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 went and dug up all this information. Yeah, she did it. She she murdered she, she hired the hits for all this. They told me to oh. tell you. <laughs> My mama told me to tell you. <laughs> uh, I like the question that Zul posted. Does Rand knowingly kill women? I don't think he does. I think that's part of no. his issue. Lose, lose would be like ah. correct. Lose, yeah. I, I think at this point, lose will kill anybody and anything that he feels is a threat or an enemy to him. Mm-hmm. That's what Rand's battling. But no, Rand doesn't want to kill women. Yeah. Rand probably has how many hundreds of scars from lashing himself for dead women? Yeah. And he has their names memorized. Yeah. Did I ever did I have I told you guys like that Robert Jordan actually talked about why he ran that way? No. Have it's you seen be- Full Metal Jacket? Well, no. So during how do you, how do you tour, kill women and children? Yeah. Uh, you just don't you just don't lead him as much. It's uh, pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um during his tour in Vietnam, he he in an interview he talked about it, saying that um the one kill that sits with him the most as a helicopter gunner. Um, I guess they were about to take off and a woman pulled out an AK and pointed at him and he gunned her down and it stuck with him. And he wrote that in because it was a personal thing that he felt the entire time that, you know, that, that, that from the horrors of war during Vietnam, that he gunned down this woman. And it just, um, and he's talked about it in interviews before um, that that's part of why he wrote that the way he did. Um, Cause it's kind of a personal experience. It doesn't sit well with but, you. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, so so on from more sober so, so, so sober things to more sober things. Um <laughs> as I am not staying sober tonight. Uh <laughs> um yeah, and yeah, Dobrain start this, that way. Yeah. And then Dobrain <laughs> adds to that, you know, after uh after after Anora says all the things about, you know. The thief catchers, Dobrain says, you know, the penalty for it's treason and the penalty of death is by hanging, just like a commoner. And Culliver is like, like immediately is like, I request the headsman. You know, hey, I, but, at this point, I know I'm not going to win this one. That's but, right. But, after she admits, she was like, they said that you'd never come back. Yep. She, she slipped up. That was supposed to be internal works, monologue. She, works, <laughs> mm-hmm, she slips up and says it out loud that she actually conspired with the Aes Sedai captured Rand. They told me you'd never come back. Mm. Yeah. That's funny. It's, it's good, funny good restraint on Rand to hold back at that point. I know. I would not have said it. But, he definitely but that missed. line, her begging for the, the headsman versus the hanging gave him his out. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's there are things worse than death for her. Yeah. How she dies. Oh, mm-hmm. if how she dies is significant, then how she's forced to live the rest of her life. Well, he's saying, listen to Project person. Pat. Project Pat said, don't save her. Yep. And did, has it, hasn't Rand stripped nobility before? This isn't the first time. No. The Rand strips one of nobility? Uh, this might be the first time they strip someone this high. Um, mm-hmm. It was either a threat to strip nobility or he's he killed people. That's no, he's He sends people to death that are nobles. I don't know if he's. I thought I thought he stripped titles he and lands from somebody else. It might have been Tyr. He might have like that, or maybe it was talk about it. But I don't think this is the first time we've broached the subject. Yeah, uh, it's been a he, couple of years. He, I was gonna say right? <laughs> years. But either way, I don't way, know what she, I had for she, breakfast. Yeah, she gave him the opening for it 
by suggesting that there's worse things than death, you know? Yeah. He was like, yeah, how, how can I yeah. double down on that? And that's what Rand, yeah. He lays his punishment out. He's like, he's like, do you own a farm? And she's like, a farm? Why, why, why would you ask? A, a small and, farm, by the way, a small, a small, a small farm, small farm. Tiny. And, and and Dobray's like, yeah, she owns a lot of farms. He goes, any small ones? Like, Every, he's like yeah, there's probably did. some out by the dragon wall that she owns that are uh, that are really small. He's okay, find the smallest one. <laughs> you are now banished there. All everything except for the dress you're wearing is stripped from you. You mm. own nothing now. No titles, nothing, and you will be working a farm. Well, since people out there to teach you how to plow a field and work as a farmer, um, what and- a gesture. I'm still, you know what? You're not going to be out there. I'm jelly. You're going to have the opportunity to learn how to do it. The yeah. experts will teach you. The experts that's teach what you're you. going to do. That's what you're going to do the rest of your life. And you, and if you leave within a day's walk, walk, we'll have guards to kill you if you try to leave. But yeah, just Those go out there. Guards, that's the worst job. That's the worst <laughs> thing about it. Like, not only did she get herself put out to the farthest reaches of a small farm, she's now got to have two guards leave their family to go out there. Ooh. Yeah. When girls do guards. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I might be wrong, but Chris, I feel like you were about to nod towards this. But right now, if somebody were like, you know what? You're banished to a small farm far away from people. And we're going to give you the resources you need to make that a successful farm. I'd be like, uh, Oh my god, so horrible. <laughs> Thank you. Give <laughs> okay, oh, oh my god. You did this to me. So my my daily interaction will be with chickens, goats, horses and pigs. Mm-hmm. And then once a week I will trade with other farmers. Oh no. Oh, no. I hope you don't send me with a library. <laughs> Alas, if I if I have too many books with me, I'll be overwhelmed. You're taking all the books. Oh no! no. <laughs> and she faints. <laughs> <laughs> As I would to really sell. Don't forget the yeah. beard. <laughs> don't let me get back to my roots. That would be horrible. <laughs> One with the earth and the animals around me. <laughs> You're sending two gentlemen to help. Oh, I didn't even. Well, yeah. there's, there's some giggity potential there. I didn't even consider uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, the brain sends the men to teach her how to plow. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, a couple plumbers. Girl so she knows how to lay pipe. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. How, did you wink? What are we talking about here? I think the dragon winked. <laughs> Culver, it's you're in trouble. Uh, okay. Hey, you want to have a your own. So, That's how you the next it. scene, Dobrain just has her sit on the casting couch. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. No. okay. <laughs> so, um, the nobility all around the room at this point is nervous as shit, and Rand's like. Yeah, you guys are actually all free to leave. In fact, leave as fast as possible. Get out, everybody. Like roaches, they scurry. Yeah, they all scurry. And and that's when Rand turns to Nora and says, oh, well, you serve Berlin? Take me to her. Uh, I, I need to talk to her. Um, take and me to that's your leader. We, take me to your leader. Uh, and then, yeah, we finish the chapter with all the the nobles hastily leaving the hall and uh, ran off to see Berlin. Yeah, this is a... Uh, like abnormal 
cliffhanger for me because from the get-go, once we learned what was going on, the, the first conversation I wanted to have was Rand and Bear Lane. Mm-hmm. So it's not a total dark friend moment for you, Alan, but no. uh, yeah. No. I mean, I mean, the put a call of air in her place. It was fun. Yeah. No. You know, it's something we had to oh. get through and, but, you know, no. whatever I want it. I want the conversation with the person Rand left behind to handle things. Yeah. I want to know Fahil's involvement with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does that affect the relationship between Perrin and Rand? Like, well, what? I think we know Fahil's involvement at this point. She was trying to be the inside woman. She was giving nudges and winks. Do the nudges yeah. and winks line up with what Rand wants? <clears throat> if the moment anything she did is not what Rand wants, is when Perrin stands up to him. Like, there's, mm-hmm. I don't feel like yeah. we're there yet, but there's, there's potential for, there's potential. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's how we end these these chapters. Yeah. Anything we missed? We've had worse chapters. Yeah. Uh, uh, these are these were... the, the the rise and fall, the very short rise and fall of, of Culliver. Uh <laughs> That's the shortest monarchy <laughs> or yeah. that they've had. Yeah. Yeah. This it was good for what it was. I like it. Entertaining. I still yeah. st- I still stick to my favorite character being Rand. The and uh, Chris, I love that you almost put the explanation mark on it. You just the emphasis. Oh no, he didn't burst in. He strolled in. It's almost yeah. like again, we're not getting the Rand perspective. We're getting somebody else watching him. But he wasn't surprised by it. He knew how to handle it with what was going on. I think he did a pretty good job of you know the show of force. And yeah. interesting enough, we have this distrust for the Ashaman and those that time have been training yet Rand uh, lucky or wisely allowed them to wrap up the guards, allowed them to shield the eyes to die. Rand didn't even bother. And he let those around him do the show of force for him. And he was just so mm-hmm. casually cool through all of this. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a great power play. Yeah. Because he had to establish his dominance without doing the work to yeah. enforce the idea that even when I'm gone, my people when I'm gone. When I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> because I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to at some point put the queen back on her throne, and he's not gonna be there to protect her. Yeah. He's starting, he's starting to play the long game. Yes. Yep. But he wants to remind them, like, I now have this additional force that you're not going to know who they are until they're upon you because they don't have the same air that the Aes Sedai even do. Like, the Aes Sedai showboat. You know when you have an Aes Sedai in your midst. Yep. You know when there's an Aiel in the midst. They're going to demand the you respect. You know when they're there is a the in the midst. Yep. But my Ashaman... They slink around in the light and in the dark, and they're gonna strike like vipers. Yep. Did Alan You're freeze again? It. He did. No, I'm still here. Oh, no, no I'm there. That's funny. <laughs> he he wasn't the same good. position. I'll, I'll, I'll say really still. <laughs> yep. I thought we lost him again. That's funny. No, no, no. Say, I'm, I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to where we off? are in the timeline to see like how far it's been since the beginning of the book, like time wise. That's that's what I'm doing right now. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Rand was pretty smooth. I got to give him the nod. Yeah. 
It was a good play. And, and it I, might all blow up on our face. That's fine. No, when that it, was when it does, it's going to be with new information. So I can't I can't judge. Rand What's going to be but, crazy is Bearline's response to allowing all this to happen. Yeah, there's got to be another another fold, another wrinkle, another obstacle for Rand to get around that we're going to find out when he talks to Bear Lane. I do I do hope it happens sooner rather than later. Yeah. And even if they resolve the Bear Lane, Fail, Perrin, Rand thing now, we've still set the stage for Perrin establishing boundaries that he will fight in other directions, which might make him fighting against his severeness. He might be torn to fight against Rand, but I think his principles are so strong, like in certain circumstances, he he will. Yeah. And I keep talking about it because I think in a very dark place, I want that to happen. I don't, and I don't know why. <laughs> so how, how long do you think it's been? I actually found this chapter. So how long has it been since Rand left since winter's night, since Rand, Rand left the two rivers, two years and three months, three months shy of two years. Oh, wow. It hasn't been much time at all. Yeah. The think about how much growth Rand's had from being like literally less than a two years ago. He was a, he was a shepherd. I mean, it's 12, 20, 2022 on 12, 20, 2020. Let's see. I had started my job with GSA, but we were still on. That's when the big rounds of COVID lockdowns happened. And yeah, we're doing podcasting. <laughs> well, we were podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've changed. I wouldn't say I've grown. I mean, yeah. I hurt my back, so I've grown. <laughs> yes yep but yeah on that, um... on that note chris we went to pull up bars the other day and i did uh curl up so hands this way uh-huh i did i did seven and probably could oh, have wow. squeaked out eight and i'm over 200 pounds now at five seven and it's not that's good, great and it's not a good 200 pounds <laughs> yeah that's so i was good. i was kind of surprised so someone's actually done the math and like broken out these different chapters and like when they happen. So Winter's Night was on March 23rd, 998. Um, uh, new Era, whatever. Uh, that's the year, 998. This chapter of Broken Crown happens on January 2nd, 1000. So not even to March 23rd, two years. March 23rd would be two years, but it's January That's a lot of progress. 2nd. Not yeah, just for a brand. Progress. Think of a Egwene's the airman. Oh, yeah, all of them. Yeah. In less, yeah. Than, less than two years. Matt's cockier than he was when we first met him. <laughs> How is, is that possible? Not? Yeah. He's just expressing himself now. Matt gives Express less yourself. Fs that he started with. And yeah. he, he had negative Fs to begin with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Parents equally as confused, but at least his eyes are all the way gold. Yeah. He's accepted the wolves as his brothers. Do you get the feeling that the IEL know more about parents' oh, condition yeah. that they're letting on? Yes. Do you get the feeling? So we we talked about his wolfiness and Well, but how about Fail and Fail's family and how they recognize what he is and they don't blink at it and they're welcoming yeah. to it? Well. What if it's more than just talking to wolves and the relationship with Fael and Fael's family realize there's ability to commune with horses, falcons, but like yeah. there, there's a, there's a nature connection and it's not just wolves. Mm -hmm. So maybe that whole world of communing with animals is bigger than we even think. 
and Fael and her family is going to lead us to that. <laughs> yeah. What is our task? Yeah. So maybe that's time? why Fael had so much love for the horse that Perrin was trying to get back because Fael communicated with that horse. What happened to these horses, by the way? And Fael didn't let Perrin go without her. She sent her horse with him. So, hmm. so who's who's your favorite character, Chris? The Chris I know Ian said Rand. The Chris I mean, Mine is Rand. I'm not budging from it. Who did I say? I think I said it was uh Oh, that I said I. She I was called Honora. No. Okay. Is that who I said? I don't know. Oh no, Kala, no, Kala, 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 uh, yeah, Kala whatever Kala. her name is. Yeah. Kala Kala, the, not gonna call you the queen, the, the nine day queen. The nine day Kala queen. Kala, yeah. The shortest. She she is I mean, I gave her the props just because she had the audacity to make moves against the With dragon. What she thought more. she knew. She yeah, I mean, she had she a solid bold. plan, and it almost worked. Yeah. No. If it I mean, wasn't yes, for no. Luz being there, yes, and but no. If it, if they had moved a little bit quicker, or if they had just went ahead and just stilled him right then and there, boom. their plan wasn't to steal Rand, though. I know their plan. You was remember to that? Him, but better thing you, would have been to steal. You him. remember that that high school team that wasn't really a high school that somehow worked out a contract with ESPN. To like go and play on national television, and then they got destroyed, and then it turns out the school doesn't ex- actually exist, and the coaches were no okay, so nobody follows sports. Anyways, anybody out there that sports, anybody out there, I'm sure there's one or two of you that like remember that story. That's what I think of when I think of this monarchy. Like yeah. they were pretend all the way through. Yeah. Uh, and when they finally got on the national stage, they were exposed and garbage. And then people were like, wait, this was fucked up from the beginning. <laughs> so this is figurehead. No, it's not figurehead. They, Cause I they think they're, they, they actually have power. It's not figurehead. It's just, yeah, just fake. Yeah. So my favorite character was, um, well, chat, 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 already ha- chat already put it there. So, uh, <laughs> where were Kyle's parents in all of this? Alan, I'm going to get um, angry with you the way you got angry with me about Tom being alive. Stop saying Tamanis. Uh, Never. He's not um, your favorite. He's not our favorite. He's nobody's favorite. He's garbage. Um, where is where is Bashir? He's in Camelot, I think. Uh, south of Camelot, doing yeah. some training stuff. What about he's, on the, he's on the outskirts enough that he might not have been caught up in. Yeah. Yeah. So the next chapters, next time on the Wheel Reads, so we'll do three chapters again, six, seven, eight. And those chapter titles are uh, Old Fear and New Fear. Lots of fear. Mm-hmm. Pitfalls and Tripwires and The Figurehead. Mm-hmm. Pitfalls and Tripwires might turn into a choices type chapter for me because I feel like everything is that at this point. It's like a two te- two steps forward, two steps back. It's yeah. every time Rand tries to do something right, something gets effed up. Okay. Well, that's what we're doing next. So, and then uh, a figurehead, the figure, the figurehead. I, I like. I'm wondering, or I, I was wondering this from the beginning. When is Rand finally going to summon Elaine to take her place? Well, she's down or, at right now. I know, but he could just. Bippity boppity boo and be there. 
snatch her it. up and be back? Or when do you That's put Matt's somebody? Job. He said he said Matt to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and the people that could tell him honestly where Elaine is at that very moment, they won't. They won't. Yeah. So he True. doesn't know exactly where she is at any given time. He's just being reassured by men, I guess, and some others that she's alive. Yeah. Yep. But I would like him to bibbity bobbity boop some shit so we could move on with this. But we have too many books. Yeah. Books left. We have old that. fear and new fear as well. Old fear and new fear. That might be a parent chapter. That's with, his, maybe some, with his. With his. Maybe so. Maybe some. I recognize that, but there's some. <laughs> Bro, don't tease me. Lanfear's <laughs> <laughs> dead. It's all good. Oh, Moraine sure. killed her. I'm Tom sure died yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Moraine's never coming back to make out with Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, never. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> Chris woke up from his post-episode uh, nap yeah. to shout blasphemy. So, how we can be found. <laughs> com is our website. You can find links to everything there. Uh, come join our Discord server. We're giving away a book right now. So if you come join, look at the announcement section of our Discord. There is a book giveaway. Ian and Chris are not eligible. No, Chris, you're not eligible for the Facebook either, even though you commented on that. Um, yes, you did. But I brought people there too. So, hey, Chris, yeah. you did. Chris, the jokes um, on Alan. I went to his house and got a seven book giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what books just come to my house, Chris? I'll it was give paperback, books. but bro, that's all I need right <laughs> yeah. now. I got, I got, I got some hardcovers too, uh, but I'm not giving those. Well, give some of them away. I got you know, somebody did, somebody asked if we would sign a book. We haven't signed a book in ages. How would we make that happen? I'm all the way in North Carolina. Oh, now. Yeah, if, we, if someone wins and wants it signed, we, we, can, we can do a signing book. We can make it we happen. Can make we that. Can yeah, make we'll it make that if, if they If they want Eye of the World, I got a couple hardback Eye of the Worlds. Um, so I, I can do that. <laughs> but um, if they want anything else, I have to order it um, for hardback. I mean, I have, I have them all in hardback, but I'm not giving away. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> gotta, have, gotta keep those fancy covers condition. on something. I gotta keep the, gotta yeah. the, fan, the fancy, uh, the fancy Willis Hunt covers. Uh, uh, that is be- that is beautiful. Yeah. When I saw it in person, I was like, yeah, "Oh man, I gotta do that." Yeah, yeah, mm. it's, a, it's it's pretty. That's uh, but um, the Juniper book covers they're 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 pricey though. I I didn't pay for them. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> They were bought for me. I did not pay for them. Uh, but, so, but um, yeah, so come join our Discord. Come support us on Patreon. Um, we do uh, live reactions. We will be doing another live reaction in January. I'm not sure what chapter yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. But, yeah, we will be doing one. I'm letting you guys know now. Um, next month. Okay. Doing, doing one. Um, and, Wait, are um, the chapters worth doing live reactions this early in the book? We got to throw, throw some crappy chapters in there for live reactions. Just it's when Fael dies <laughs> and Perrin declares war on Rand. And Fael's not going to die. Fael's not going to die. She's too stubborn for that. Okay. She's going to outlive Perrin, if anything else. Sure. Um. <laughs> so um yeah uh also buy merch we have merch links to merchandise there so uh we have lots of merch it's fun cool things baby onesies uh frosty mugs shot glasses t-shirts we need yeah, we like need to make, have one we need to make more t-shirts but yeah we, we, got, we got a bunch yeah we'll, we'll come with something so um yeah that's all i got for this week guys until next time peace
Okay, bye. You need to do a t-shirt contest. I hope you enjoyed the show, and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.